0: Hey everyone, it's Cheryl and Tony. Buckle up for this Wednesday morning edition of
1: the Disney Drive Time Podcast. How are you? I'm good.
0: Rested? Refreshed?
1: No, not at all. No? No, scurrying to get back to life and make sense of it all.
0: All right, well, we've missed a week's worth of Disney news, so let's jump right into the Disney Parks blog.
1: Okay. I don't know if we talked about this before, um, but the Disney Parks blog has a feature on a new ticket offer that they have for Florida residents. That's right. If
0: you want to visit Disney World in 2024 and you're a Florida resident, you can get a new two-day ticket for $199. And if you want to make that a three-day ticket, it's just $219. These tickets are valid for use beginning on January 11th and are good through March 15th, even on the weekends. Uh, And you do have to make advanced park reservations for these tickets. Okay. Um, So you can do that. This is called the Disney Thrills ticket. It requires proof of residency, and you can get add-ons like the Park Hopper. Okay. Uh, So uh, if you're a Florida resident, you might want to check that out. Very good.
1: The Disney Parks blog has a section on the Disney Treasures show uh, Moana that is coming.
0: That's right. Disney, The Tale of Moana, is going to debut in the Walt Disney Theater on board the Disney Treasure when she debuts in December of 2024. And as Cheryl mentioned, they've given a first look of it and the Parks blog. It's going to involve puppets.
1: Okay. uh, And
0: the same creative designer uh, who did the work with The Lion King is involved with this. So uh, expect some fancy Lion King type puppets. All right. Um, they have mentioned that there will be a massive fiery Te Ka puppet that will transform into the heart of Tefiti uh, when the heart of Tefiti is restored. So, um, you know, we've seen some artists' renderings on the blog. Uh, it's going to begin on the island of Montanui uh, and then go through Moana's journey as she tries to restore the heart of Tefiti. So, looking forward to that uh, on the Disney treasure.
1: Based on the artist rendering, it looks like it's going to be great. The Country Bear Jamboree is ending soon and getting a refurbishment.
0: That's right. The Country Bears, it has been announced, uh, are going to close temporarily beginning on January 27th. And they're going to reopen later this summer. There's going to be a new show where the Country Bears are going to pay homage to the Opry-style shows of Nashville. Um, The Country Bear Musical Jamboree is going to uh, bring about uh, country music versions of Disney classics.
1: All right. That'll be interesting. Yeah. An opening date has been announced for the Fort Wilderness DVC cabins.
0: That's right. The cabins at Disney's Fort Wilderness Resort are going to be transitioning into vacation club properties beginning July 1st. That means that beginning Thursday, February 1st, vacation club sales will begin to existing members. When the cabins open up, they'll be opening up one loop uh, and then a second loop later in the month, and then additional loops will pop in uh, as the year progresses. Uh, it is expected that some of the uh, cabins will transition to cash only, uh, which means they're available to the general public. Okay. Speaking of the campgrounds, you know what else is over there? What? The Hoopde Doo musical review.
1: I love the Hoopde Doo. Did you yeah. know? Hoopty Doo. The Hoopde Doo. The
0: Hoopty Doo. <laughs> yes. Uh, it is the longest running live show at Walt Disney World, and it will be celebrating its 50th anniversary in 2024. Okay. It's a lot of fun. It is. That's all the news from the Parks Blog, so let's head on over to Anaheim.
1: Uh, there's been a new milestone achieved in the transformation of the former Splash Mountain into Tiana's Bayou Adventure.
0: That's right out in Disneyland Park. The Tiana's Foods Water Tower has been placed in the attraction, um, so that uh, that's good news. It means we're one step closer to opening.
1: In advance of the expanded grounds refurbishment for the Haunted Mansion, they have put up some construction walls.
0: That's right. Construction walls are up in New Orleans Square. Um, they are solid walls, and uh, they went up on January 9th. The attraction is scheduled to close on January 22nd, so uh, it's only going to be another week before that is down until at least uh, the fall. I think it's going to be very busy in the next few days. Yes. Pirates of the Caribbean at Disneyland
1: is going to temporarily get a Lightning Lane option through uh Genie Plus.
0: That's right. You know, we just mentioned that the uh, Haunted Mansion is going to be closing. We also have Tiana's Bayou Adventure and the Mark Twain Riverboat being refurbished. So they've lost, you know, that's three attractions that are down. Right. Uh, so it has been a standby to date, um, but they are adding additional options to the attraction. Uh, it does not currently have a lightning lane through either Genie Plus or uh, but beginning January 22nd, it will. So that's that's good news for them. I didn't realize that in Disneyland, not every attraction is part of Genie+. Plus.
1: Okay, yeah. At this year's Lunar New Year Festival at California Adventure, guests are going to be able to meet Mei Lin and Ming from Turning Red.
0: That's right. The Lunar New Year 2024 festival starts over uh, in California Adventure. Uh, and you know, this also ties in with the fact that Uh, Turning Red will be returning to theaters on February 9th since it never got a proper theatrical release. Right. Um, Going back to the meet and greet, they have not announced a location or a schedule where that meet and greet will take place. But the Lunar New Year celebration will begin on January 23rd and run through February 18th. Uh, Additional meet and greet opportunities include Raya from Raya and the Last Dragon, Mulan and Mushu from Mulan. And Mickey and Minnie in special uh, Lunar New Year costumes. All right. That's all the news over in Anaheim, so let's jump across to Orlando.
1: All right. The hours for three of the parks at Disney World have been extended for late January and February.
0: That's right. Over at the Magic Kingdom, it had been scheduled to open at 9 a.m. from January 28th through February 3rd. It will now open at 8 a.m. on January 29th, February 1st, and February 3rd. It will stay open until 10 p.m. on January 28th and February 1st, and will stay open until 11 p.m. on January 30th, 31st, February 2nd, and 3rd. However, the park will close at 4.30 p.m. on January 29th for a cast member event celebrating service milestone anniversaries. Um, There will be extended evening hours for DVC and Deluxe Resort guests, from 11 p.m. to 1 a.m. on January 31st. Over at Hollywood Studios, it was scheduled to open at 9 a.m. on January 29th, February 2nd, and February 3rd, but it will now open at 8 a.m. on those days. And at the Animal Kingdom, from January 28th through February 24th, it was scheduled to open at 9 a.m., but it will now open at 8 a.m. on each one of those days. And additionally, will be open for an extra hour until 7 p.m., On January 28th, February 1st, 2nd, and 3rd. Of course, those hours are always subject to change due to weather or extenuating circumstances.
1: I don't know that I've ever seen Animal Kingdom open at 9 a.m. It's always an early park.
0: It seems like it, right? Yeah,
1: I I honestly, I can't think of a time that I've looked and seen, oh, they open at 9.
0: Even last week when we went, every day it was 8 a.m.
1: Yeah, yeah. The first good-to-go days for Disney World annual pass holders has been announced.
0: You should say annual pass holders like us. Right. Because we did activate our annual passes uh, on our trip last week. Uh, Good-to-go days are days that pass holders can visit any Walt Disney World theme park without needing to book a park pass reservation. We know that the park pass reservations ended uh, last week. Right. That was for regular guests. There are certain tickets that still require a reservation. Those are annual passes, military tickets, uh, complimentary travel agent tickets, and non-date-based tickets. Those still require reservations. And
1: let me tell you, it's a pain in the neck. It can be. Especially if you forget.
0: Right, like I know. did one day.
1: Right, well, you know, we went with the rest of our party, and uh, three of us had regular tickets that did not require reservations. And then Tony and I had the annual passes, uh, and I had made my... Uh, scheduled days ahead of time, but you can't wake up in the morning and think, mm, no, I'd rather do this. Sometimes you can, but then you have to go on the app right. and you have to switch it. Um, so it's just, it's, it just makes something that should be easy. A little more, more cumbersome. So exactly. this is nice that they have days that you don't have to worry about it.
0: That's right. So these first set of good to go days are animal kingdom, January 16th, 18th, 23rd, 24th, 28th, and February 1st. Epcot, uh, the same days, actually they're the same days for all five, par- uh, four parks. So those days are valid. Uh, and as I mentioned, you do not need a reservation.
1: All right. Can- well, that's, what's the story with them? The 16th, that's today that we're recording.
0: Yep. So, so it's a
1: Tuesday, a Thursday, a Tuesday,
0: a, a Wednesday, Wednesday, a Sunday, and a Thursday. So there is no real schedule. Well,
1: they're not They're not going to be Fridays and Saturdays. Right. The new staircase entrance to the Frontierland Railroad Station is now open. Um even though they're still doing the construction at Tiana's Bayou Adventure,
0: that's right. The Frontierland Railroad station uh, is now on the left side of the Frontierland station. It used to go on the right-hand side, so uh, they've actually torn down and completely rebuilt that entrance, um, and you can enter it instead of going through the exit. It so, looks,
1: yeah, it looks a little more direct mm-hmm. than it did uh, previously. It was like it was hard to even find the stairs up right before. Because they didn't look like they were pointed toward the train station. Right. Uh,
0: While the construction is going on, there is a section behind the train station open. However, that is just the restroom Mm -hmm. uh, in the Tiana's Bayou Adventure section.
1: Right. It's a good spot to go right now. There's no one in that restroom. It is. very quiet. It seems like they may be doing some refurbishment of the uh, queue floor at the Jungle Cruise.
0: That's right. There are a couple of construction walls up in the queue, but the good news is that the temple refurbishment is now complete. So inside the attraction itself, Mm -hmm. uh, the scrim has been taken down, and that is done. Uh, So if you're in line, you just have to deal with the uh, little bit of construction walls being done. We can handle
1: that. Yeah. The International Festival of the Arts started last week, and uh, we were lucky enough to be there on day one.
0: That's right. It was exciting. We did get our new Figment Popcorn Bucket. Yep. Uh, Last year, was it last year or two years ago when the bucket was released and it was like a seven hour wait for the the popcorn buckets. Uh, That was not the case this year. They actually allowed you to order them via mobile order. It was nice. And then pickup was in a nice orderly fashion throughout the day.
1: And they still had them the next day. So they must have made a lot more than they did the previous years. Yes. Uh, One of the things that we really liked uh, that we actually participated in was a giant paint by number mural.
0: Yeah, and that's on the walkway from the Imagination Pavilion over into the countries along where the Rose Walk is, even though the rose bushes are behind construction walls right now and uh-huh. they're, they're working on that area. Um, they do give you a paintbrush and some paint, uh, and you fill in some of the boxes on the mural. You get to do five squares five per squares. person. Uh, and when, the, when you're done, they give you a little uh, bookmark, I guess you could use it as a bookmark, right. that shows what the completed mural will look, will look like. Uh, and you know, my question was, well, what do they do when this mural's finished? They have three more murals ready to go. Nice. So that was a fun experience. It was free.
1: It is free, yeah.
0: Uh, you know, it was just a matter of waiting a few minutes to get your position, to get your paint brushes, right, uh, and whatnot. So a, a fun time if you're going to be in Epcot.
1: Yeah, we really enjoyed. I enjoyed the uh, the Festival of the Arts more than I. Would have expected. I mean, I never really thought it was something I would go there for. Mm -hmm. But they also had the Broadway performers uh, in the evenings. We managed to get down there once. I would have liked to have gone twice because there were two different uh, groups of people. But Mm -hmm. uh, we got down there once for the uh, the Frozen um, on Broadway performers.
0: Yes, Uh, Casey Levy and Patty Muren.
1: I think that's it. Yeah,
0: Yeah. Uh, they were Anna and Elsa when it debuted on Broadway. And it was a it was a great performance.
1: It really was uh, probably worth the price of a ticket to Epcot for the day.
0: All right, but uh, you know, while we're here celebrating the International Festival of the Arts, and we will catch the tail end of that festival when we go back in February. Right. Um, but of course, it's always about the next festival.
1: Yes. Uh,
0: and it has been announced that the International Flower and Garden Festival will begin on February 28th and will end on May 27th. This is a little shorter than most years. Really? Yes.
1: Okay.
0: Uh, They have announced some new topiaries. Uh, We're getting a new Groot topiary this year to incorporate Guardians of the Galaxy into the topiary world. We're also getting new topiaries depicting Asha and Valentino, as well as the Wishing Star uh, from Wish. And Miguel and Dante from Coco are getting new topiaries over in the Mexico Uh, pavilion there will be over 70 topiaries in total uh, and the figment topiary topiary will be in the world celebration gardens instead of his usual position over at the imagination pavilion all right Uh, they have also announced the garden rocks concert series will return Uh, there will be new groups this year including modern english crowder lit monsieur purine and finesca which sounds like it should be a soda (laughs) Um, and uh, the schedule will be out Uh, later, and booking for dining packages for the Garden Rocks will begin on February 6th. So that is fun. Of course, we'll be getting news about the outdoor kitchens uh, and experiences that will take place as that date gets closer.
1: Uh, Flower and Garden is my favorite of the festivals. Yes. My least favorite? Food and wine. Really? Yeah, because it's just, like, they have the kiosks all the time. They have the food booths. Right. Right. It doesn't change when it's food and wine. Right. And then they what else do they offer? Cooking demonstrations? I don't need a cooking demonstration. No. Show me some flowers. Let me paint a mural. Show me Santa Claus. These are the fun things. Okay. I prefer of the other three festivals. Wow, duly noted. The Pluto meet-and-greet returned to Dinoland USA for Donald's Dino Bash at the Animal Kingdom.
0: That's right. Uh, he is the last character meet-and-greet to return after they were suspended in 2020 due to COVID-19. Uh, most of the characters had been appearing in the flotillas. Uh, but uh, as I mentioned, Pluto is now the last character to rejoin the celebration. So welcome back, Pluto. He is currently meeting in uh, the mornings behind Chester and Hester's dinosaur treasures, and he meets until about uh, 1130 or noon. All Um, right. You got to be an early bird. That's right. In the afternoon, um, both Goofy and Pluto will appear on the Discovery River flotilla. So they're still doing the flotillas in the afternoon. Character meet and greets in the morning.
1: A reopening date for Kelly River Rapids at the Animal Kingdom has been announced.
0: That's right. Previously, we told you that the attraction was expected to reopen in mid-March. Well, Disney has finally released the exact date. Ooh. It will reopen on Saturday, March 16th. Can't wait. So, uh, you know, that is always subject to change. Uh, last year, it returned from refurbishment two weeks early. Right. But, you know, things could always change. It could be two weeks late this year. Oh, Who knows? that would be terrible.
1: So as everyone knows, we were just in uh, Disney World. And of course, a trip to Disney World is not complete until we go to Gideon's and get our cookies. Um, Apparently, I mean, everyone loves Gideon's, right? Uh, But you were not going to be able to use the dining plan on those cookies.
0: Which makes sense. Uh, The only thing you could use there really would be a snack credit. Uh, The cookies are $6 a piece. Are there snacks that are more than $6? A Mickey bar is six fifty. dollars Oh, there's a ton of snacks. Snack.
1: Almost every snack um,
0: is. There are some items that are upwards of $10 yep. that are on the snack credit list. So um, Gideon's Bakehouse is a third-party location. So that also plays into the fact of why they are not taking uh, Disney dining or snack credits in exchange for their, uh, their goods. So uh, that's the deal there. There are 219 restaurants that do participate in the dining plan. Um, for uh, quick service for I'm sorry for table service uh, and 119 restaurants except Disney quick service dining plans.
1: So, All right. A Vineyard Vines clothing store is coming to Disney Springs soon.
0: That's right. They haven't given an exact location or an opening time frame. However, they did just announce that Vineyard Vines would be opening soon. Uh, it is expected that they might uh, go into the space that was previously occupied by Alex and Ani.
1: All right. Disney Cruise Line's newest destination, Disney Lookout Key at Lighthouse Point, is going to be welcoming sailings starting this summer Um, in preparation for that.
0: What? They've announced a whole series of port adventures. Oh,
1: you looked at me funny. No. Okay, keep going. I looked
0: at you with love in my eyes. Is that what happened? That that seems funny. So, uh, as Cheryl mentioned, Lighthouse uh, Point will be welcoming guests beginning this summer, And there are now 16 port adventures that guests can choose when they cruise uh, and stop there. Uh, They have the Bahama Bank Escape, which is a a sailing to the Bahama Bank where you can go snorkeling. Uh, There's a banana boat ride. There is a bicycle rentals. That would be great for Isabel. Uh, The bike and kayak uh, adventure will take place at uh, the island as well. Uh, There will be a certified scuba trip. So if you're a certified scuba diver, you get three hours in the water. There's an e-bike, sand, snorkel, and history tour, uh, which will be two and a half hours. Uh, There is a historical nature and awesome buggy tour for two people. There is a historical nature and awesome buggy tour for four people.
1: Is there one for six people? There is is not. There is a
0: private and historical cultural tour available in an SUV. There's the private and historical cultural tour available by van. Uh, there is a snorkel boat adventure. Uh, there is a snorkel boat adventure for a certified scuba observer. Uh, there is snorkel rentals available. And last but not least, there is the South Eleutra Eco and Cultural Tour.
1: Okay. All very exciting. Yes.
0: You know, there was some big entertainment news while we were gone. Oh, what's that? Well, the first one is that Lucasfilm has confirmed Ahsoka Season 2 in development for Disney+. Plus. Oh, boy. No release date was given. Uh, But I think the biggest one is that the Mandalorian movie is going to begin production this year. Uh, And this, of course, is uh, spawned from the Disney Plus series The Mandalorian. Right. Uh, Its working title right now is The Mandalorian and Grogu. The movie will be directed by Jon Favreau, who has been in charge of the franchise since 2019 uh, and he also started off the Marvel Cinematic Universe with Iron Man okay. way back in 2009. So the final box office numbers are in for Disney's Wish. Mm-hmm. Uh, it had a budget of $200 million. Mm-hmm. Um, it needed to make at least $400 million to be considered a financial success because the production budget does not include marketing. Right. Marketing for these movies usually is you know the exact same cost as what it costs to produce it. Um, and the total take for Wish worldwide was just $223 million and it only made $63 million uh, domestically here in the U.S. Not great. Yeah. So, you know, st- movie executives are calling this another loss for Disney, Um, which also includes in 2023, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Mania, Indiana Jones, Dial of Destiny, Haunted Mansions, and Marvels.
1: hmm None of them were great. Yeah, the
0: only one there that actually doubled its budget was uh, Quantumania.
1: Okay.
0: So if you're an Apple fan, you might be waiting for the release of the Apple Vision Pro, which is their new mixed reality headset. Uh, That's going to be launching on February 2nd. Well, Disney and Apple announced last summer that they would be collaborating on content, um, and it has been announced that Disney Plus subscribers will be able to access the site's entire catalog, um, through the headset. Uh, and they have also announced that there will be, I believe, 150 Disney movies available oh, in nice. 3D format. Ooh. So that, uh, that's very exciting. I'm like and you may ask me, Tony, why is that so exciting? Tony, why is that so exciting? Well, that's because if you don't have the Disney Plus app and you are then able to rent or purchase the movies through your Apple TV app. Uh, and they are converting them to 3D. So your headset will see these movies in a 3D uh, format as well. Very cool. That wraps up our Disney news. So let's see what our friends at Universal have going on.
1: All right. The annual passholder float riding registration opens next week for Mardi Gras.
0: Now, here's a benefit that Universal Resort annual passholders get, that Disney can't match anything near this. Um, Universal Orlando Resort has their Mardi Gras Parade. And if you're an annual pass holder, you can actually reserve a spot on some of the floats uh, and toss beads out to people. Uh, You can reserve a spot for yourself and up to four other uh, pass holders on select nights between February 3rd and April 7th. So, uh, you know, space is limited, but it's kind of a cool opportunity.
1: That is fun. The Jurassic Park River Adventure is closed for refurbishment.
0: That's right. If you want a water ride, you're going to have to head over to Toon Lagoon because you uh, can't ride the Jurassic Park River Adventure. It is closed for refurbishment, and it's wintertime, so that usually happens. Uh, It's expected to be a pretty quick refurbishment. It should be done by February 1st. Uh, It is expected to be reopened on February 2nd, Um, but that's not the only thing going on in the Jurassic Park section of the park. Uh, the Discovery Center dinosaur egg hatchings have been reduced. Oh. Uh, you know, last month they, they canceled the baby site Triceratops meet and greet, um, and now they are going to scale back the number of egg hatchings. Um, the egg hatchings are going to occur um, only once an hour. They used to be a lot more frequent than that. It used to be about uh, every 30 minutes.
1: Okay. Some new color-changing lights were added to the ET adventure at Universal Studios Florida.
0: That's right. The ET Adventure is an original opening day attraction, um, and guests hold a special affinity for that. And as Cheryl mentioned, they have added some color changing lights uh, to the end of the ride, which is fun. Um, so I guess that technology goes back to when that uh, ride was created and the park opened. And along the same lines, you know, now they do the projection mapping, mm-hmm. you know, as as intense as the rides were back then. Right. Colored lights. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, now it's projection mapping. And speaking of it, they have added some new projections, um, new projectors and fountains uh, in the lagoon uh, for their new upcoming nighttime lagoon show at cool. Universal Studios of Florida. Nice. There have been no uh, details as to what uh, this new show is going to be about, but there have also been rumors of drones in the sky. So... This new show may involve uh, projections, fountains, and drones. That brings us to the end of our show, and we'll be back on Friday. And until then, I'm Tony. And I'm Cheryl. And you've been listening to the Disney Drive Time Podcast. (laughs)